of us. Uh, uh, today is the auspicious occasion, occasion of uh, Ganesh Chaturthi. So I would like to wish a uh, happy Ganesh Chaturthi. And uh, today we have eminent endocrinologist with us, Dr. D.C. Sharma sir. He is one of the uh, first endocrinologists in Rajasthan. Today, along with Dr. S.K. Sharma sir, have started a DM endocrinology seat in the Jaisalmer Medical College. He is uh, like as many international and national uh, articles in his, to his credit. And he is very eminent speaker and uh, teachers of very uh, uh, eminent, uh, along with very eminent speaker. So today, uh, I would like to, good evening, sir. Uh, uh, so today, sir, uh, as, you, as you know, uh, we have uh, various BT4 inhibitors and various ATL2 inhibitors in our armamentarium for the management of type 2 diabetes. So uh, uh, the topic for today's discussion is the combination of HDLD2 and BTP4 inhibitors. So what's our Sir, what are your thoughts with regard to empagliflozin and linagliflozin uh, early in the type 2 diabetes management in various uh, patients with diabetes with various comorbidities? Uh, thank you, Dr. Minot. At the outset, uh, my sincere thanks for the kind introduction and kind words. Uh, regarding uh, the timely initiation and early combination of uh, the two drugs, let us start with, uh, with the role of glycemic control yes, uh, achieved achieve early in the course of diabetes. See, few years ago, say two, three decades back, the role of full glycine control versus complications was debatable. And the, the landmark trials like UKPDS in type 2 and EGCT in type 1, or auto studies in type 2, clarified the role of full glycine control in preventing long term microcellular complications and to some extent macrocellular complications. Further, all of cohorts of Clarified that even macromuscular complications is, is favorably affected. Long-term effects of glucose control also affects, also reduces the chances of macromuscular complications, especially cardiovascular complications. So now there is no doubt about the role of glycine control in preventing micro as well as macromuscular complications. The question comes: how early? Further on, there are several studies which have clarified that early. The glycemic control is achieved. Uh, better would be at more would be the, the, the protection in terms of both micro as well as microcellular Recently, there have been some studies which have compared two cohorts. In one cohort, right from beginning, the glycemic control was you know uh, glycemic control was offered. In the other, uh, there were patients who were offered glycemic control after having an initial uncontrolled weight. So. The result was patients who were offered full glycine control they had less significantly less chance uh, of complication, uh, both micro as well as So it's clear now that good glycine control needs to be achieved and needs to be maintained throughout the course of uh, you know, uh, disease. Yes, sir. Definitely, sir. Uh, so, sir, uh, uh, we have uh, with various trials and with emerging data. Gave, uh, came up this that cardio renal and metabolic continuum that has been impacted or we can say that can be targeted with particular uh, newer agents. So sir, uh, how do you bring together vast emerging evidence for this cardio renal and metabolic risk modification and various pleiotrophic benefits and along with risk of general tract infection. So 
with use of the single pill agent presence uh, of empagliflozin and linagliflozin in indian setting so uh, uh, the question is uh, combination of ncg2 uh, inhibitor and in a diabetic patient, the benefits and long-term protection. See, uh, if you if you review the ADA 2022 ADA criteria, the rationale of combining two drugs comes very early. As per the guidelines, uh, you are you are you are recommended to initiate with lifestyle measures in a diabetic patient and with metformin in majority of the patients. But let us review what are the indications of uh, initiating with therapy right from beginning. So there have been again I would like to quote some studies like there was a verified trial. This verified trial was basically uh, in, in recently diagnosed type 2 patients whose HPAMC was above 1.5% at uh, uh, initiation of uh, at the onset of diabetes. And what was found was in the cohort in the group in which the two drugs were combined right from beginning versus only metformin the result at the end of the study was that patients who were put on combination therapy right from beginning had a better and more importantly durable glycine control. So what we would like uh, in a diabetic patient to achieve is not only glycine control but durable glycine control. And the recommendation for initiating initiating dual drug therapy or two drugs right from beginning is patients who have HPLC above 1.5% at the time when a person requires contraception, these patients are unlikely to achieve, unlikely to achieve glycine control with just one type of uh, you know drug. So in these patients, two drugs right from beginning will be helpful in achieving effective and durable glycine control. Now, yes. while we treat a diabetic patient, it's a well-known fact that diabetes is now considered to be a, a vascular disease. We are yes. concerned more about the vascular component of the the risk of a diabetic patient uh, developing atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease is almost two and a half to three times higher as compared to the type of population. So, achieving good glycine control and also using some of the drugs which effectively modify the cardiac risk is, is, the, is the victim and is the need of the hour because early glycine control and using the drugs would prevent the progression of atherosclerosis uh, process as compared to conventional approach and the legacy effect uh, of the of the, of the glucose control and other uh, you know uh, aspects of preventing complications would also be achieved if you achieve glycine control right from beginning. So there is a definite role of two drugs right from beginning. Now regarding which drugs to use uh, today the recommendation of treating a diabetic patient is patient-centered approach. Patient-centered approach means Based on the patient's needs, you have to, uh, you know, offer drug Say, for example, uh, we take into account uh, various factors: age of the patient, associated comorbidities, presence of complications. Patients, you know, social uh, background is is family support, is uh, uh, need to uh, lose weight or maintain weight if the patient is obese. Obviously. The therapy should be such which should be helpful to uh, reduce the weight. If the patient is currently having uh, cardiac disease already, we would at all costs like to avoid hypoglycemia. So, need to avoid hypoglycemia.
patients and get approval. So while we decide targets for our given patient, we decide type of therapy for the for the given patient, we take into account all these factors into consideration. And since majority of the patients have, have cardiac risk, uh, risk as being diabetic, and also uh, in majority of the patient, there are other comorbidities present in the patient. Say, for example, 40% of diabetic patients also have hypertension. More than this number, patients also have diabetic dyslipidemia. If there is a family history of uh, atherosclerotic, cardiosclerotic, if there is a family history of nephropathy, then these patients are, are at a very high risk of having uh, atherosclerotic, cardiosclerotic, and also heart failure. So you have to keep in mind this risk and you offer drugs accordingly. Let us evaluate and let us discuss what is the benefit of uh, EMPA and MENA combination, or I would say SGT2 inhibitor and NDK4 inhibitor class of the drug. Well, what is the benefit? See, yes, these sir. drugs are recommended after metformin. Yes, if you review the guidelines 2022, uh, I was mentioning the patient centered approach. So the, the recommendation is if the patient has established cardiovascular disease, if the patient has established heart failure, if the patient has uh, uh, evidence of nephropathy, or if the patient has multiple risk factors which puts him at a higher risk of having atherosclerotic cardiomyopathy or heart failure, then you are recommended to use either HCG2 inhibitors or GLP-1 antagonist with metformin. If the patient is already on metformin, you are recommended to uh, choose either of the two drugs. If there is a predominant nephropathy, heart failure, or a component of these or multiple risk factors, then you are, you are, you are, you are more likely to use HCG2 if it's a purely atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, then you are uh, more uh, recommended to use a GLP-1 receptor agonist along with it. So uh, again, the patient presented. Yes. And as I mentioned, if there is a need to avoid hypoglycemia, along with metformin, you use drugs which uh, uh, have minimal risk of causing hypoglycemia, say GP4 inhibitors, HLT2 inhibitors, or if clinically indicated drugs like a small dose of glitazone. If the compelling need is to uh, you know, uh, reduce weight or patient should not put on weight, then you would like to avoid drugs which have propensity to cause weight gain. Say sulfonylurea, glitazones, or if you can avoid insulin. So, and, and of course, the cost of the drug is identical. You would like to choose and, and, and uh, uh, take, uh, take help of the drugs which are relatively economic. The yes, sir. Okay. Definitely, sir. Uh, uh, you have very uh, well explained the uh, from the beginning of the legacy effect to the uh, rationale of early initiation of these particular agents, particularly the combination of uh, uh, this empagliflozin and dinagliflozin. Uh, along with, you also clarified the rationale for combining these two agents. So, sir, what are the clinical experiences you have uh, noticed or you have experienced? Uh, with regard to this uh, fixed drug combination of empagliflozin and this uh, minagliflozin and rate of observed various uh, side effects or per se we can say uh, episodes of hypoglycemia and is it uh, uh, any decline in genital tract infection with regard to use of combination as, as compared to use of uh, only AGLT2 inhibitor without TPP 12 So what's your take on these particular points? 
regarding sir side effects and uh, regarding genital tract infection and uh, with regard to hypoglycemia you have very 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 much explained the point uh, so so what's point or what's your take on the risk of genital tract infection with combination of tenses so thank you dr vinod for asking very interesting question and since the question is long i'll i'll start elaborating upon uh, all the benefits and maybe the risk one by one so while we treat a diabetic patient the yes, first sir. and foremost goal is to achieve effective glycemic HGT2 inhibitors are uh, are are known to be you know reducing HBMC to the tune of 0.8 to almost 1%. PPP4 inhibitors are moderately effective in lowering HBMC, say to the tune of 0.5 to 0.6 or 0.7%. The two drugs combined are are very effective. They decrease HBMC to a tune of 1.81% some of the studies when the baseline HBMC was 8.5%. In terms of reduction of fasting PPP2 inhibitors, uh, they reduce uh, fasting plasma glucose to the extent of 22 milligram per deciliter, and EB blood glucose to the tune of 50 to 70 milligram per deciliter when the fasting PPP blood glucose was in the range of 150 and EB blood glucose in the range of 20 likewise. So, meaning thereby that this combination is effective in lowering glucose control. The studies have also shown that these are uh, these drugs. Provide uh, durable glycemic, especially if there are now good studies available with PPP inhibitors. So durable and effective glycemic control is achieved with the combination. Number one. Number two, we have been discussing about the reduction of the cardiac risk. So uh, uh, again, I would like to refer to the studies like Amparex study, which was the landmark study with epiglucosin, and for the first time, any diabetic drug uh, showed. Uh, such an effective and early risk reduction in terms of reduction of the maze, in, 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 in terms of lowering heart failure risk, all cause mortality, and lifetimes. Linagliptin, a drug from the class GP4 inhibitors, uh, is also good in terms of uh, no added risk to cardiovascular system and uh, no added risk to heart failure risk. Rather, there are indirect evidences, there are, there are some. Milder evidences that they are they are they are cardiac friendly renal failure. especially is uh, helpful in reducing the renal risk. Uh, the Carmelita and Calderona studies have very clearly shown that there is a reduction in the maternal albuminuria, progression of micro to maternal albuminuria, rather reversal from maternal albuminuria to maternal albuminuria. So renal protective effect and a, a diabetic patient when develops nephropathy puts him at a very high risk of infarct. So we have to treat the, the, the cardiometabolic renal continuum. You very rightly pointed out at the beginning, the cardio renal metabolic continuum. And most of the patients have uh, falls in one or other spectrum of the cardio renal metabolic uh, risk. Say patient having multiple risk factors at the beginning, or patient with initiation of some competition or end stage problems. Across the spectrum, these drugs help modify or reduce the risk. I discussed about the cardiac risk, heart failure risk, renal risk. And uh, there are there are several mechanisms uh, to explain uh, this risk. Uh, in addition to uh, the risk, I, I, I also discussed the durable glycemic control. And this durable glycemic control is, is, is postulated to, to be because of the preservation of the beta cells. The beta cells have been found to be you know functioning better. With uh, DPP inhibitors and also when combined with HGT inhibitors. 
there are there are uh, uh, some studies there are experimental studies at least in animal experiments animal experiments that uh, the beta cells have been found to be uh, better differentiated there is a proliferation of the beta cells and beta cell mass and function is found to be improved with dpfr inhibitors and also when hg2 inhibitors are added so this may be this uh, these experiments support that uh, the rebel glycine control is possibly because of the better beta cell preservation and uh, as per the experimental uh, evidence beta cell uh, regeneration thank you very much sir so uh, you have clearly uh, shown the various uh, cardiac cardio renal benefits of uh, particularly hl2 inhibitor and with linagliflin uh, uh, some trials or some animal studies have shown the beta cell preservation as well as renoprotective effects as well so uh, you also mentioned the various mechanism behind the renal protective effects of hl2 inhibitor so sir uh, what are the clinical implications of these renal outcome studies like empa kidney and of this particular uh, empa glyphosin trials so uh, that will be implicated in the real world scenarios so is these uh, uh, randomized clinical trials results can be uh, like translated to the real world scenarios also or like uh, right. we need to have some real world data to like uh, to have or to wait for some real world data too yes sir based on the landmark trials the recommendations were changed rather i would say they, they were uh, you know uh, uh, guideline changing trials yes, and sir. based on these uh, the the uh, the recent ada ehc guidelines were incorporated their place and in the hierarchy they were mentioned earlier. yes sir so uh, so it's very uh, clearly explained by you yeah. that uh, this particularly sgl2 inhibitor the empagliflozin that have uh, we have seen from various trials like empareg and with newer trials of empa kidney also so uh, with this along with even even you were sorry you were mentioning the, the real world studies also there are real world data also yes sir which reinforce the the, the rcts in the terms of reduction of the risk and yes sir so we are uh, at present we are confident enough to use the sglt2 inhibitor along with the various dpt4 uh, inhibitor so combining these two agent will be like uh, uh, for uh, along with the effective glycemic achievement would, would, would help in achieving uh, renal protective cardio protective effects and uh, these effects or this protective effects can be translated to better glycemic as well as better cardio renal benefits to our patients so uh, i think its message is very loud and clear that the early initiation or we can say uh, uh, hitting hard at the initiation of the pathology pathology the management of type 2 diabetes as we all know it's not a glucocentric approach now it's a holistic approach uh, targeting the cardio renal and metabolic aspects so early use of these uh, agents like empagliflozin uh, and linagliflin would result in uh, along with better achievement of glycemia uh, and also having better uh, protective effect on the metabolic aspect as well as cardiovascular uh, and as well as renal aspect also so with this i would like to thank uh, mr sharma sir for enlightening on uh, this particular topic and uh, uh, suggesting the very uh, clear and loud message i i forgot to uh, reply some of the questions you asked like yes, uh, the side effect profile and the benefits of combining the two drugs in terms of some side effects yes sir yes sir like hl2 uh, inhibitors uh, as a class they are known to cause some you should take some precaution because 
also genital narcotic inhibitor is likely to be and uh, while you combine hg2 inhibitors with pp4 inhibitors the studies have shown the real world data have shown that the genital genital narcotic inhibitors is reduced when you yes. combine uh, ampa with lena there is a rational there is a theoretical uh, information for this and uh, you achieve uh, all the all the benefits like hgc reduction no hypo weight reduction cardiac protection and like this one point we would like to suggest uh, to the patients and i would like to yes sir this point is well taken sir with oh. our with, with our colleagues is that what precaution should be you know uh, given uh, what precaution should be observed and what advice should be given to the patient while we prescribe anything See, the patient should be asked to maintain hydration at all the times, and no uh, water, and take care of the hygiene. Clearly told how to manage it, and they should also be that when to do a doctor. They should report to the doctor when uh, observes a developed urinary current urinary, and uh, also during acute sick day guidelines. Whenever the patient or the because of medical or surgical illness, immediately report to the doctor that they are on. So early warning signs should be nausea, not feeling well, and like that. Similarly, the doctors, the doctor colleagues, does are to be avoided in acute emergency. Whenever a patient is on amphetamine or the ACE, and they fall sick, should stop these drugs for a while. Especially when the patient uh, having any diarrhea, surgical medical illness, whenever there is complicated UTIs, UTIs, uh, stop the drug. Uh, initiate was this uh, problem is yes. so over to you sir. yes sir a uh, very important point of uh, and uh, also some people care of uh, while prescribing so sir uh, one particular patient developed pyelonephritis severe pyelonephritis so should we stop altogether these two inhibitors reinitiate uh, when pyelonephritis in, in other words uh, the development of history of pyelonephritis contrary it's a kind of relative uh, list so many of us so, may have so i mentioned that whenever patients have complicated uti then i would add upper urinary tract include pyelonephritis renal abscess yes, so sir. we should avoid stop uh, these drugs if there is a which is now taken care by 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 treating doctors and uh, and they give green signal now there is no more infection you yes, can reinitiate but with caution and with proper deep fixation under close surveillance mm. and there is no problem so thank you very much sir for this talk the clear cut evidences with regard to vehicle trials mental animal trials data to changer with regard to with various microvascular thank you very much sir thank you dr vikas for your nice lecture and uh, thanks uh, team uh, lupin for supporting this